Hey y'all, welcome back to Laughing Out of Depression. Before I start each episode, I want to warn you that some of these topics may be triggering to some of you, so if that is the case, please turn this off. Consider seeking help if you haven't already. Tell a parent, guardian, friend, someone you trust. I know it's not easy, but speaking up is always a step forward to healing and recovery. Head to the link in my bio for some resources. All right, y'all, here we are, part two. Um, I know some of y'all are just dying to listen to this part two. Um, Honestly, before we even released the episode, Samaya and I both knew that um, part two would be the one that really hits y'all. Personally, it's our favorite, but it's also super scary to release just because um, we are really letting you into our thoughts and our feelings and our emotions um, and what we are experiencing at the moment in a way that is very helpful to all of you because you are basically um, experiencing this journey with us and we're really giving you um, just we're letting you in fully and that's really hard, especially when you're healing. Um, it's easy to it's easier when you're talking about experiences once you've healed from them and you've overcome them. But when it's something you're currently experiencing, there is so much anxiety that comes uh, comes along with it, especially when it's being shared so publicly and you have both people that know you and know your situation and also strangers that have no idea who you are. And um, yeah, it's super scary. And as you all will soon come to realize, um, so Maya and I are still very much in love with our exes. And this in no way is a call for them. Uh, because Samaya and I still have so much to learn and to grow. And I think you know, the one, I think the scariest part about really releasing this episode is, um, you know, kind of like stopping that growth. Um, we think of like, you know, what's to happen if any of them reach back out to us, you know, personally, I know I, uh, I know I'm not ready to be put into that situation. Um, but I mean, fuck it, YOLO. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm doing it and, At the same time, I know I still love my ex very much and um, I wish him the best, but I know I'm not ready to even have a conversation or know anything just because I have, I don't want to stop my growth. Um, So yeah, that's also, that's all so scary as well. Um, We're really happy for all the amazing feedback we've gotten from the first episode and We just are so excited to give you this one. (laughs) We are probably going to go and hide now because it is, it is extremely scary. And so Maya just wanted me to let y'all know to be nice to us because um, we're really putting our feelings out there. And if we make it sound easy, it's literally because we were like we're friends just having a normal conversation and drinking some tequila and 
it doesn't like the only difference between me and some of my like our conversation and the ones that you guys probably have with your friends is that ours was recorded and we are now sharing it with the world and that's really scary um but if you guys are able to relate and you feel alone or um you just needed a pick me up we have done our job we have literally done our job um i'm really thankful to have had this conversation with samaya and just um you know thankful that she could be vulnerable with me um it's such an honor uh to have friends that allow me to um be able to share their experiences i know it's not easy um and you know they have a choice and I'm just, I'm so thankful (laughs) that they're willing to come on here. Um, So yeah, I hope you all enjoy it. We are now going to go hide. Everything does happen for a reason Mm. and you really do have to just like roll with the punches and I wasn't going to be a bitch that was like, take me back, please. Oh, girl, tell me about it. You you know, tell me about it. Like, do I want to go back? Maybe. Am I going to go back? (laughs) Am I going to go back? Not anytime soon. But, you know, I feel like it really helped because I am at a point in my life where I'm just like. And I mean, I told him this before, but I was like, I miss being Hannah Molina. Like I miss Mm. being the person that was unstoppable. Like I, I felt like not that nobody can touch me, but I I felt like unfuckwithable. Exactly. Like literally unfuckwithable. Like I was like, I can do anything I set my mind to and I don't care what anybody fucking tells me. And I feel like Mm. I had gotten to a point in my life where I was caring so much about what everybody was saying. And I felt like that was my job was to care about what they were saying um, about me specifically. While you're with. Yes. Yeah. So um, that definitely kind of like deteriorated my mental Mm -hmm. health because um, I was trying to be considerate. I feel like, I mean, you know how much time I spent at 2112. Oh, yeah, a lot. How much time I spent um, wanting to, like, better myself professionally. And I feel like I had invested so much time in me that it was now time to invest in, you know, like, others. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I feel like when I invested myself too much in others, I lost myself. Mm. And that's where I fucked up. And I think that that's a good thing that you're realizing that because now you know mm-hmm. that you need to find a happy medium. You need yeah. to still be Hannah Molina, yeah. but also the compassionate partner, yeah. the best friend, the daughter, the uncle, the aunt, the whatever, the cousin. You know, mm-hmm. you need to find a balance. And and again, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Um, and my and our personal yeah. breakups sucked. But, and I saw this quote, it was like, 2020 was a shitty year, but if anything, you learned how to set your boundaries, you cut off toxic people, you've just self-discovered, you've done all this positive things for yourself, then the year has not gone to waste. No matter if there's two months left, three months left, whatever, two weeks left, like, as long as you took that time and kind of reflected on yourself and was like, yo, like, 
these are things that I love about myself. And when I have a partner, I'm not going to neglect that. Yeah. And I'm going to keep that same energy, bad, that heavy, bad bitch energy. Yeah. You need to keep that for yourself. And you need to set yourself a reminder in your own brain. Like me personally, I like to go to the gym now. And if a partner ever was like, no, I don't want you to go to the gym, stay home and cuddle me. You're not the one for me. Yeah. You're not the one for me. <laughs> you need to be like, get up, girl, go to the gym, get your ass. Like, and not, I would not take that offensively. Maybe I would be like, damn, you call me fat. But I would also be like, no, like you're pushing me towards my goals and, and you want me to do what you know makes me feel good. Yeah. And I think that's what your next partner, my next partner, anybody's next partner needs to be doing is pushing you towards those goals that, yes, you should be holding yourself accountable for. But when you be, get with another person, your priorities kind of change a little bit yeah. and they need to remind you, yo, these are your priorities because you have me. Don't mix. Don't mix them up. I could a thousand percent say that the time I spent with my ex was some mm. of like the most magical and happy moments of, of my course. entire life. Yeah. Um, and I'm so thankful for that and I'm not regretful for any part of it. But at the same time, like ending the relationship, I know was the best thing that could have mm -hmm. probably happened for both of us. Yes. And when you're so in tune with yourself and with the universe, I think that that's when you start looking at things in a positive light. Mm -hmm. And you notice that, okay, this bad thing, this really bad thing happened to me. But I know that there's better days coming or this happened for a reason. There is a path. There's a reason why that this happened. Like, yeah. And I think that's awesome. Good for you, dude. Like, and it takes a while. Like, it took me six months and I'm still trying to, like, figure out, like, that everything happens for a reason. This bad thing happened to me because I'm meant to take this situation and build stronger. Or, or in the same token, like, me and my partner needed to split up and we needed this break away from each other to be like, yo, like, we do deserve to be together. Mm -hmm. um, nine times out of ten, that's not the case. But... You know, you could be hopeful, you could be feeling some type of way, but at the end of the day, as long as you took your bad situation and you make it into a positive, yeah. me personally, like going to the gym, like reading, like doing things that make me feel good about myself. And I don't know what things make you feel good about yourself. I don't know if you're doing anything personally that makes you feel good about yourself. Listening to podcasts. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, I feel like personally now what's making me feel good is finally um letting my creative outlets kind of mm. like flow and bringing them out because I feel like I it's something that I had been wanting to do for such a long time but as like a safety net I was always using like other people's and being like hey like you know almost like yeah. you want to work together or something I was always so scared to just do my own dive thing. in yeah yeah exactly like just dive in and do me and like trust in my ability to get things done yeah, it's hard it's yeah scary. and honestly now that I've started the podcast I'm like man this I mean I'm not saying it's easy it takes a lot of work but at the same time like why did I start this sooner exactly yeah like mm -hmm. why didn't I start this sooner like why did I act like I didn't know how to do all these things that I already knew how to do I just right. didn't trust in my ability to do them yeah you know sure. So I'm just like, damn, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? And that goes to show, like, when you have a partner, you kind of kind of block that that out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You kind of block, like, my right. potential out because you are so focused. And I think we're the same way. When you have a partner, you're so focused and so yeah. encompassed in them. And you want what's best for them at the end of the day. Like, yeah. okay, I had to 
cancel my own plans because I, I got to spend time with you and I got to, you know, do things with you. And that's good. But the fact that you are realizing like you can achieve anything. And that's the crazy thing. Literally anybody in the entire world can achieve anything that they set their mind yeah. to. Granted, you might have harder obstacles than me. I might have harder obstacles than you to if we had the same goal to achieve the same thing. But you can the human mind, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Yeah. If I wanted to make a million dollars, I'm sure that if there's a will, there's a way. I will figure out a way to make a million dollars. Do I want a million dollars? Hell yeah. Am I willing to put the work in to get a million dollars? No, probably not. But that's fine. Um, but I, I think about that every single day. Like my goals are to lose like 10 more pounds. My goals are to read more. My goals are to do get my own apartment. Like, I mean, I have my own apartment right now, but like get an apartment not next to my mom because I love her, but I got to go. Um, and like I think that my goals, and when you realize that you can you can achieve your goals any which way that you want to, you will start to like put yourself in that position to do that. Yeah. Like you want to start a podcast. So you broke you and your partner broke up and now you're doing it. And although you like I I'm sorry that that happened to you for you to push you to do this like podcast, but look, you needed that. You needed that push to have you do this again. Universe knows what it's doing. And I trust the universe. And I know that we might not understand everything that it's doing all the time. We just got to like in process it and be like, okay, it is what it is. Like we're going to move on. We're going to move forward and we're going to live our best lives. Dude, honestly, it wasn't until right before we started this and I was explaining like the animal cards to you Mm. that I was like, damn, those fucking animal cards were right. Yeah. (laughs) Because literally I just had to kind of like let, you know, like let the higher power and just like let everything be as it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Um, because I knew, like, I am someone that always, I constantly want to be in control of, like, everything in my life. Um, and sometimes, like, it just, it, it doesn't work out. As much as I want it to work out, it just, it doesn't want to, yeah. it doesn't end up working out. And, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like with my whole breakup, I had really, I mean, I think with the relationship, I had really been, like, trying my best to just, um keep it going because everything that happened was so tough Mm -hmm. and it you know it's something that you just I don't know you don't even know how to fucking handle as a human being um yeah but I mean I I don't know I just I learned so much I think that everything does happen for a reason do you feel like in your life that you've experienced things that you can relate to a lot of people like Obviously, we have the same situation that's going on right now. Like, yeah, we both in 2020, we've not only quarantined, but we've also gone through like serious life changes. Do you think that you relate? Do you think a lot of people relate to our situation? Yeah, heavy. I mean, I think when it comes to especially to breakups, um, I think a lot of people um don't admit to the things that actually happen within their relationships Mm -hmm. and especially how much like maybe their mental health um plays a role in it and I know specifically for me I think both of our mental health really did play a huge role Mm -hmm. and ultimately was like the deciding factor you know whether or not we're gonna stay together um 
So, I think yeah, that's good I mean, though. You know, yeah. like that's very mature. Yeah. Because a lot of times people are like, well, let's just stay together because it feels right and it feels yeah. good. And even though we're not in the right place emotionally, yeah. let's just stay together. So yeah. I know that sucks. No, but yeah. That's a good thing. And me. I mean, honestly, I feel like we tried to like we try we fought for our relationship, but mm-hmm. I feel like you get to a point where mm-hmm. you just like it's either our relationship or it's ourselves. And I feel like we were both like ourselves okay <laughs> goodbye we were yes. like, yeah we were both yes. like see ya. And honestly, but like i i respect the hell out of that for him and and for like, yourself for me too yeah. um and just yeah i mean it's i mean i'm i don't i like i'm happy you know so i really have nothing you're happy right now yeah that's I'm, happy, I'm happy right now. Also, That's so yeah. good. So you know what? You deserve that. And I think that a lot of times with breakups, like there are positives and there are negatives and there are days where you feel good and there's days where you feel horrible. And if you're having a good day and you're having a good couple of weeks, like good for you. Dude. Yeah. Like, you deserve that. And everybody deserves that. Anybody that's going through a breakup, it's not easy. And you can attest. I can attest. Like there are ups and there are downs. Don't check their social media. Fuck no. Block them. Yep. If you need to. Yep. Just don't do it to yourself. Like it's it's hard. And I trust me. Like I was with my partner for six years. Like six years of my life. Like I'm what twenty seven. So since I was twenty years old, like I was with this specific person, and they see me grow up from like a teenager to like now, and and even still to this day, like fuck if my people are listening. Like if my ex was to like be like. I want to be with you. I would be like, okay, but there are some kind of stipulations that we got to go along with. Yeah. And um, I will always love my ex and he will always love me. And at the end of the day, like that is what it is. But we both know that the universe doesn't want us to be together right now. Yeah. And for that fact that we won't be together and, and that's okay with me. And if he ever said he wanted to be with me, I'd be like, Yes, but hold up. Like, let me, like, figure out what I need from you in order for you to be with me or for me to be with you. Yeah. And he needs to do the same thing. And if you're going through this situation, you're going through a breakup, do not give in. Block him, sis. Block him because that will only make you look more powerful. And trust me, it's hard. As- I cried. I cried blocking my ex. I cried. And I was like, I don't want to block him. I don't want to block him. And my friends are like, Yo, you have to. I straight up, I put on my Tom Ford sunglasses. I put my hood up in the airport. And cried. And, and cried. cried. <laughs> and just cried. And it's like, it's hard because you love somebody so much. And you have devoted yeah. your life to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and when you have to block them and cut, cut, like, cut ties with them, it, it hurts. Like, that's mm-hmm. your best friend. Yeah. At the end of the day, that is your best friend, yeah. your ex-partner. You tell them everything. You cry to them. You vent to them. You love them. You are intimate with them. And they know parts of your body and the parts of you that a lot of people don't get to see. And when you have to cut them off and block them, girl, it's hard. It's really hard. I cried literally the whole day. My boss, I was literally crying in front of my boss. My boss, first of all, is like fucking five, like almost six foot tall, long ass beard, like tatted, like like he is like not sensitive at all and I'm literally crying in front of him and he's just like it's okay and I'm like dude I I don't want to have to block him but I have to like for my own mental health and my own sanity because when you put yourself in that situation to see and be able to talk to them and to do all that you're never going to get over it Mm -hmm. 
And what you need to do is get over it in order to see if you guys can get back together. Because yeah. if, after you're over it and they reach out to you and say, like, I want to be with you. And if you're willing to get back together, then, okay, maybe there's something there. But if you feel like, no, nah, like, I've already grown so much. I've already done so much progress. Like, I don't not, I don't need to be with you. Yeah. You are just holding me back. Then that's good shit. Yeah. I mean, I feel like both... Um, I mean, I know me for sure. I'm definitely not at a place where I even want to consider looking for anybody else or Facts. anything. I just, I can't even think about that because mm-hmm. I am so focused on just like myself and like my well-being and Amen. putting myself first. Amen. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I've, it's still so fresh for me that maybe I just I'm not thinking about that because it is so fresh but at the same time I'm like like my soul is his you know so it's flame type shit yeah so it's just it's so it's so frustrating but I think that like as we get older we always feel that way like I I was with my ex for six years and I feel the same way that you were with someone for one year you know what I'm saying like I feel like we're still we could still possibly get back together you still feel like you could possibly get back together down the road way down the road like yeah it doesn't have to be tomorrow next <laughs> way down the road way down the road it doesn't have to be tomorrow <laughs> yeah. next year next week whatever like yeah. down the road but i think that the more that you work on yourself and stop thinking about the what ifs like maybe we could be together what if we got back together this year and stop thinking about that and think about what hannah molina wants yeah. what hannah molina needs what hannah molina like craves in a relationships with friendships with people like that when that happens it won't even matter yeah and i feel and i'm saying that as somebody who is going through the same thing as you and i need to take my own advice and be like you know what like i still love my ex and i will not deny it he is like a good ass guy but i will not be with him because i still need to do a lot of self-reflection and i still need to work on myself a lot and i i have a lot to work on and again i'm scared to move on i'm scared to move on because i'm not ready to let myself be vulnerable to anybody mm-hmm. else. And I have a lot to work on in myself before I let somebody else into my life. Like, if you came into my life, my life is a mess. <laughs> and I need to clean it up before I let you in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and at this point, I'm not ready. Yeah. And you shouldn't be ready because I've only been, I've been six months broken up with. You've been what? Two months? Two. Yeah. You have a lot. Of Literally two. You have a lot more to go, girl. And unfortunately, unfortunately, because... And I will say this, I literally have cried almost like every single week since me and my ex broke up. This has been two weeks. It's I'm okay, not- girl. I literally, I cried like two days ago. Girl, it's going to happen. I, I know it does. It really it's does. It's happen. But also, I've come to notice how much I actually just do it to myself because mm. I'm, I'm someone... I, I I always need to listen to music in the morning, but lately the songs that hit hardest are like the breakup ones and I can't, like, I can't get away from them. Like as much as I try to listen to like some bad bitch energy music, I can't yeah. at all. Like I just, I immediately go to the sad and I immediately go to like the part that I know hits the heart. And you're like, ooh, this should hurt my heart. Yeah. But, like, that's another vibe, too. Like, yeah. And I think that's the difference between women and men. Women like to feel the emotions raw. Like, love to feel that, like, let me get over it now. Let me feel it. Let me process it right yeah. now. Whereas men try to fill that void. And then down the line, when they're done filling the void and, like, I'm over this, 
they're gonna be like, yo, I miss Hannah. I miss Samaya. Like, I, I, whatever, want to be with them. And it's like, sir, you took too long. Yeah. Honestly, I have to say, I'm, I'm terrified for that. Yeah, like I because it's like you don't know, right? Like you obviously you we can't fucking see into the future. I wish we could. I, know. <laughs> I wish we could because. But I'm just like that's I honestly haven't thought about that for so long because I'm like what like what happens if I become you know the version of myself that like doesn't want anyone you know like mm. what it's like what am I gonna do you know or like how do I like right now obviously I'm like I I feel and I know that like in a way he's my soulmate but like mm-hmm. is he really you know like how what am I gonna be like but where am pro- I gonna be like six is, one year from now yeah you know? the problem is and I have girl I have the same exact problem you're like he might not be my soulmate but I'm not giving anybody else a chance to be my soulmate like yeah. you already have your mindset on one specific person and an ex whatever but it's like and me personally, I've been single for six months, so I have a little bit more experience with being single than Hannah does. And there are a lot of people that come in and come out of your life, mm-hmm. and it's hard because there are people that have good intentions, and there are people that are like want to genuinely treat you like a queen, but you have so much damage, and you have so much like, what if my ex comes back? Because at the end of the day, like, if my ex comes back, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I I really don't know what I'm gonna do, and like. Again, I love that man. He's great. But there are so many other men that are willing to show me way more effort and way more appreciation. It's like, am I going to neglect them? Yeah. Even though I'm personally not ready to embrace somebody else other than my ex. In the day, like, I still feel like me and my ex could possibly get back together. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if that's actually going to happen, if that's in my head, if, like, whatever... But I don't want to lead somebody on. And to me, it's like that's hindering my self-growth because I'm in the back of my head thinking that me and my ex are going to be back together. And that might not happen. And that's 100% fine by me. Like, if he never wants to talk to me again, all he got to do is say the word. Like, I never want to talk to you ever again. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. But blocked. He's been blocked. But still, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> One of my goals was to be honest with my intentions. And... Not to, again, not to toot my own horn, but when I, when men like me, they like me, like me because I'm not, a, not to my word, I'm a vibe. I'm a motherfucking vibe. And when men like me, they like me, like me. And it's hard to tell them, like, yo, I'm not emotionally ready because it's usually the guy that's not emotionally ready. And when it's the girl, they're like, I could change you, I could make you feel some type of way. Like, I could do this and this and this to you. And I'm like, yo, no, it's not even about physical. It's not even about mental. Like, it's about what I feel inside. And right now at this point in my life, I'm not ready to commit to anyone, to anything. I I can't even, I just took a boxing class and literally a boxing class, a boxing class. And I was like, is this contract or is this month to month? Because I literally can't like have so much commitment issues. And I'm like, what if I don't like it? Like, what if this, what if that? And it's like. I if I can't even commit to a boxing class, let yeah. alone to a human motherfucking being, like, nah, girl. All right, y'all. That is a wrap on this episode. I am so excited to have had Samaya. I hope you guys really enjoyed this conversation. I feel like most <laughs> of this was all facts, honestly. 
we got super deep into it and I hope you guys just really enjoyed it. So thank you so much to you, Samaya, for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you guys at least got some tidbits from us and take some of our advice. We're not experts at all by any means, nor do we know what exactly what we're doing in life because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's okay. Um, but I hope that this helped you guys take some advice and live your best lives. And at the end of the day, do what's best for you. Point blank period in a relationship, not a relationship. Do what's best for you because you come number one. And that's period on period. Facts. Um, but thank you so much for having me, Hannah. You're so great. I love you so much. I'm so proud of you for launching your podcast. And I know it's not easy to step out of your comfort zone and do something like this. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I love you. I literally am so obsessed with you. So <laughs> bad bitch energy all the time. Um, Yeah, guys, go follow Samaya on Instagram. It is going to be at made in C-H-G-O, made in Chicago. Slide, slide in there if you yes. are looking for some new fitness inspo as well. Go follow her. She is a bad bitch, y'all. Yes. Follow me. I will give you fitness tips. I will make you feel real good about yourself. I'll hype you up. And I just have big, bad bitch energy. So, like, you need that in your life. So, follow me. I love it. I literally am obsessed with you. <laughs> <I love> you. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Please go follow the podcast on Instagram, Laughing Out of Depression. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you can get updates whenever a new episode drops. Also, support La Raza and go share it with your friends. And that is a wrap on another episode. Thank you all so much for making me a part of your day. Just a reminder, I am not a licensed therapist, nor do I intend to be one. I speak solely out of my own experiences. I am literally just a 24-year-old unemployed Chicagoan living in my parents' house with a marketing degree. So if you or anyone you know needs help, please go to the link in my bio for some resources, sending you all so much peace and positive energies.